live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Campbell, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today as we answer your questions about your life and your money. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Ray starts off this hour in Oklahoma City. Hi, Ray. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. I've watched some of your videos and stuff, uh, some of your YouTube things, and I've put myself into um, some major issues. Um, started about three years ago, I guess, when I medically had to leave my job, and it took me about a year and a half to even get Social Security disability going on. Uh, I am retired. I am retired military, and I'm drawing military disability also. But I've had to borrow from some very high interest loan places in order to survive for the longest time. And now I can't get out of the cycle because I can't get a consolidation loan to pay off all of them and refigure my cash flow. Mm. So what is your military disability income? Um, let's see. Okay. So military retirement, I bring home about 1900 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, social security, I bring home about 2400 and disability is 39. Okay. On top of that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you've got, you got, you got $8,200 a month coming in. Yeah. Okay. The problem is with car payment and all my loans and rent and bills and everything, I'm shelling out about 88. Um, how old are you? I'm 60. What's the nature of your disability? Uh, bad knees, bad back, PTSD. Okay. And the PTSD is what, what cost the last job? Mm-hmm. No, the knees and back is what cost the last job. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I just, I physically cannot work anymore. I can't sit for any long periods of time. I can't lay down for any long periods of time. I can't stand for any long periods of time. Um, you know, I just, my back is completely shot. I have massive trauma in my back and my knees Mm -hmm. and the military has basically deemed me unemployable because of physical restraints. Um, I'm not supposed to pick up more than 10 to 15 pounds at a time. Are you, are you married? Yeah. What does she make? Uh, she has a, um, she does a consulting business for, um, a company and, but she doesn't really make anything. Everything she makes, she puts right back into it for right now. And she really doesn't make a whole lot cause she just got started with the company. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like a good deal. Oh. Nope. 
I'm pretty much having to cover everything. Okay. I'm sorry for the mess you're in there. I'm sorry for the mess you're in Thank you for your service and what an incredible price you paid. Um, you know, the, and I've spent the last two years trying to rebuild my credit. Yeah, well, you don't need credit. Credit is your problem. Um, what, what? How much debt do you have? Um, altogether, cars, credit cards, and high interest loans. Okay, how much do you owe on your? How much do you owe on credit cards? Um, probably about eight. And what do you owe on your cars? The one car that I owe on um, is still got about twenty two on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, what what is the other debt? The high interest loans. Okay. And how much are those? If I were to pay them out completely, um, we're looking at about twenty five k. Okay. All right. You have a hundred K coming in. All right. And, um, so I think the challenge is, is that the two of you need to do two things. One is you need to sit down together and get on a detailed written budget. We're going to put you into financial peace university and into every dollar, the world's best budgeting app. And I'm going to pay for it as my gift to you to say, thank you for your service. Okay. Okay. And, but you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, man. Yep. Okay. You can't work because of your physical condition, so you have zero need for a $22,000 car. Well, that's the wife's car. Yeah, it's gone. She didn't make any money. We're selling it. We're getting a cheap car. What do you got? Um, 2015 Versa Note that's paid off. Okay. Uh, we need to get her something that's paid off because y'all are broke and you're out of control and you're going to have to do some radical things to get in control. And that's the two of you sitting down together. She needs to get a job that actually pays money. And then the two of you can take the 100000 you got coming in and the money that she actually makes and get rid of a car payment. And then you can clear this up in less than a year. You don't have anything here that's not doable. But you've just – all, all, all this stuff has happened to you and the trauma – of this whole situation is caused you guys to get paralyzed and you're just not dealing with it, but you've got the math to deal with it. The math is there. $4,000 a month and you're debt free in a year. If you keep the car. Yeah, I know, but that's the problem is I don't, you know, well, you got 88 coming in. If I do that, you know, then do I, so do I stop paying on stuff and just snowball it? No, we're, we're, we're going to pay let, off one at a time or I'm going to pay off one of these high interest loans. How many different loans are there? Mm, I don't know off the top of my head. There's a lot, but there's, you know, list, 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 list them out smallest to largest and take out $4,000 of them this month and take out $4,000 of them next month. That's $8,000 of the 25. Right. But that's the problem. I don't have, I mean. You have $8,800. So, but that's what I'm saying. So do I take for, do I just stop paying you pay on minim, them? You pay and, minimums and you attack these. But you you're, you can do this. 
You can do this. Um, I think selling the car is going to help out. Freeing up that payment will give you a little bit of margin to start this process. Yeah, and you've got to do a written game plan for your money. You write down $8,800 at the top of the page or $8,200 at the top of the page, and then you work down into this. You should have, there should be margin in this. It should not all be gone. Those interest rates, there's not enough, not enough debt here to cause that. Hang on, we're going to get you signed up for everything as our gift. It continues to amaze me how identity thieves keep finding ways to use our own identities against us. Not only do they commit crimes related to financial fraud, medical ID theft, and insurance benefit fraud, but now we have to deal with home title fraud. Thieves are using your own personal info to take ownership of your home so they can take out loans and you end up with a pile of debt and foreclosure notices. Over 4,000 data breaches happened in 2018, exposing 3.6 billion records. So thieves have plenty of identities to use and there's a one in five chance it will be yours. That's why Xander Insurance is the only program I use and recommend. Their plan covers all types of identity theft, and it takes over all the work if you become a victim. Visit Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. George Camel Ramsey personality is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Open phones at 888 The Ramsey Show question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. There are a lot of things you need to remember when the weather gets cold. Thankfully, Neighborly has a free winter maintenance checklist that can help save you time and hassle. Check it out at neighborly.com slash Ramsey. Great company, neighborly.com slash Ramsey. Today's question comes from Lauren in New Hampshire. She asks, do your parents' debts pass on to you after they die? Things like credit cards or failed business debt. The age-old question. So the question is, is any of this debt in your name? Uh, It sounds like no. So let's assume that there's no debt in the child's name. Parent passes away. They have credit card debt, failed business debt. Uh, My understanding is that this would come from their estate before anything gets paid out in the form of inheritance. If your dad lives in an apartment and owns nothing and has $20,000 in credit card debt in his name, it does not pass to you. The credit card company will simply not get paid. He buy, he died a pauper. He they died took with the no risk. money. It does not pass to you. Now, if he debt. owns a house that's worth $100,000 and he has $20,000 in credit card debt and he dies, the credit card company will get paid out of the value of the house before you get a distribution. So the house is sold, hundred thousand dollars, twenty thousand goes to the credit card company. You're going to get eighty if you're the only heir. That would be the way it works. So you're right; the estate would stand good for the debts. But when you die, what you own stands good for what you owe. Debt does not pass generationally in the United States, but it does come out of what would have been your inheritance if there is an inheritance. Now, have you seen creditors try to come after the family for debts? Illegally? It, it, unethically and illegally, yes. And people get scared and go, okay, we'll yeah, pay it. Yeah, they, they, they'll have some, one of these debt buyers that buys stuff at pennies on the dollar, and they'll buy, you know, a bazillion dollars worth of debt, and then they just start calling everybody in sight, and they call you up and they go, hey, your, da- your dad, you owe this because your dad, and just see if they can intimidate you into paying it. Mm. You know, 
your dad died and they try to get you to pay it for your dad, you know, and uh, you owe this. And you're like, oh, well, we're going to put it on your credit. And they'll threaten you and lie and all that. Some of them are really, really unscrupulous. There was a real movement by the Federal Trade Commission a few years ago to shut a bunch of that down. Um, there's, you know, another batch of things they find in the debt is, uh, let's say someone filed bankruptcy and the debt was discharged in bankruptcy court. So you don't owe it anymore legally at all. It was clear. They'll still try to collect it. Oh my God. Just intimidate you. And Scum well, of you know, earth. it didn't, it didn't, your bankruptcy didn't clear this. So we're going to put it on your credit and we're going to sue you and we're going to garnish your wages. And they start yelling at you on the phone and pe- you know, people that are, you know, uh, uh, I don't know that, that that aren't mean and nasty like me. They'll they'll cave and give them a bunch of money, you know. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it happens all the time. But but it's not a it's that's an illegal and ethical practice. So don't um, fall for it. Yeah, don't fall for it. But mm-hmm. the the point is, no, you know, Lauren, you don't owe money if your mom and dad die with a bunch of debt. You don't owe their debt, but it will come out of the sale of their assets before you get an inheritance. That's the thing to remember. Ravi is in Austin, Texas. Hi, Ravi. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I have no debt on my name. There was some debt I cleared it out last year. The only thing we have is our mortgage, which currently is at three hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. I have a stable job. I earn around one hundred fifty thousand dollars from a job. I have a wife and two sons. And I have $200,000 in a savings account. I cannot figure out if I should invest in a real estate and then create a passive income, or are there other better options that I should go for? I don't know if you'll like my answer, but if you filter this through the Ramsey Baby Steps, which people have followed to become Baby Steps millionaires, you would be at what we call Baby Steps 4, 5, and 6. So invest 15% of your income we're saving for the kids' college, and any extra money we're going to throw at the mortgage principal. So we have found that one of the keys to building wealth long-term is to get a paid-for house in the mix. And it's not – one of the keys to building wealth long-term is not keep a two hundred or $350,000 mortgage while I go do real estate that I learned on TikTok. Gotcha. That didn't come up – that never comes up when we interview millionaires. What always comes up is we dump money in our 401K – our Roth IRAs, and we paid off our house. And I've got 800000 bucks in my 401k, and my house is worth $600,000, and it's paid for, and I'm 53 years old. That's a typical millionaire. And so eight hundred and six hundred is $1.4 million net worth, right? That's, that's a typical millionaire. So we're always going to lead you first to be debt-free, which you've done. Congratulations. Great job. Second, to have an emergency fund at baby step three of three to six months of expenses, and then exactly what George told you, four, five, and six is 15% of your income, which is just out of your 150 income going into retirement, uh, starting kids' college funds. You can do that out of your 150 as well, which leaves the 200. I'm assuming you have other money other than just the 200. And I'm going to pay off my home as fast as I possibly can then. And uh, with you, I think in your situation, you're going to have a paid-for home in two or three years. And then – you can invest even more, and you, you can invest in a brokerage you, account, you're, you're max out retirement. Incredible. Ma'am, Robbie, what I did when I, when I followed that a 1,000 years ago, I, I am, I'm still blown away to this day, and I know the math. I know compound interest. I know what it looks like. But I'm, I took an old house payment and rounded it up 500 bucks when I paid off the house, and I put that amount of money 
into a separate mutual fund and how fast that one mutual fund was a million dollars blows me away to this day. I look back and I go that stinking, that was a breakthrough, you know? And so that's why I know the math works is I actually lived it and walked in it. The key wasn't you leveraged debt. The key was you, your savings rate, your income was freed up because you didn't have any payments. I didn't pay off the house and then spend the house payment. I paid off the house payment and took the house payment plus some and invested that plus invested more. But that one account, just not having a house payment, Mm. how fast that one account became a million dollars in mutual funds just blows my mind. That's amazing. It's just amazing. It's a cool goal to have. You take like 3,000 bucks a month, that's $36,000 a year going in. How fast that blows up. I mean, you're not talking about five, six, seven years. It just blows up. It's crazy. So, yeah. But we don't think about investing three, four thousand dollars a month. We don't think about that. Well, we're trying to do seventeen things at once. Well, That's exactly. usually our problem. Exactly. Amanda's in Phoenix. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. Sure. What's up? Hey, so um, first of all, I just want to briefly thank you uh, for everything that you do. It's so important. I remember listening to your show when I was twelve years old on the radio. And, wow. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, now I'm 25, so I uh, wasn't really taught much about finances growing up. I kind of had to teach myself. Worked at the bank for four years uh, since I was 18, and so got married young. Um, we've been married for six years. We're finally on the same page of like, hey, finances are really important, and we're realizing we kind of suck at managing it. So um, we've gotten ourselves into a little bit of debt. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I feel like I'm kind of in over my head with it. I'm just wondering where to start. Um, we've got about 30000 in uh auto loans, uh, 7,000 in, or more like 10,000 credit card debt. Uh, but that's it. We don't have a house. We're trying to save up for one, trying to get a savings. I just want to know where to start. How much in savings? Uh, we've got about 500 right now. Oh, nothing. Okay. Yeah. And how much yep. is your household income? Uh, it is between 75 and 95 a year now. Awesome. So we're in a good place to start doing that. How, so, old, are you, how old are you guys? 25. Okay. Oh, you said that earlier. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. No, you're okay. All right. So if we're going to focus on one thing at a time and filter this through the baby steps, your next step would be baby step one, $1,000 in the starter emergency fund. You'll have that next paycheck, right? Okay. Yes. Then baby step two, we're going to focus on consumer debt. So we're not saving anything. We're just focused on paying off all of our consumer debt, that 40K, using the debt snowball, smallest to largest balance, regardless of interest rate. Once we knock that out, which you guys will do probably in the next year, you'll focus on the, a full emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. So those are your next steps. Yeah. Plus or minus selling the car. $30,000 car is really high in this situation. You may keep it, but it's going to cost you an extra year of getting out of debt. You'll leapfrog this thing if you get rid of that car. Yeah. You'll move even faster if you move down in car. You really bought too much car. It's not the end of the world, but it's close. It's right on the bubble. Yeah something to think about hang on i'm going to send you a copy of the book the total money makeover to get you started restarted after your 12 year old listening this is the ramsey show george camel ramsey personality is my co-host today in the lobby of ramsey solutions on the debt-free stage david and ellen are with us hey guys happy new year happy new year happy to you new Dave. Year. good to have you guys where do you live I live in the old pueblo of tucson arizona <laughs> ah very fun well welcome to nashville thank, thank you great to be here and how much debt have you guys paid off 
We've paid off $87,368. Very good. How long did that take? Two years and five months. Very good. And your range of income during that time? It was between ninety-one dollars and $95,000. Very cool. What do you all do for a living? I currently freelance in communications and PR field. Mm-hmm. And know. I'm a public school teacher. Oh, very good. What grade do you teach? Fifth grade. Fifth grade. That's an awesome grade. It's a lot of fun. They understand the good sense of humor. They're not quite They're not insecure school. yet. They've not lost their minds yet. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Welcome. Very, very cool. What kind of debt was the 87000 It was the rest of our mortgage, Dave. Hey, oh, look at it, weird people. <laughs> it's Ramsey paid official Paid for now. house. I like it. Wow. What is this paid for house worth? Conservatively, about 250 Very cool. And how much do you guys have in your nest egg in your retirement? I think between all our investments and assets and stuff, we're right uh, hovering around half a million. All right. Way Woo. to go. Congratulations. Halfway to the Baby Steps Millionaires. Way Thank to go. You. Thank Good you. Good stuff. Okay. What happened two years and three months ago that put you on this debt-free journey? Well, it was about, uh, about a little more than three years ago. Uh, my wife came to me and said, I think I want to get the house paid off before our son graduates from high school. Oh, I like it. And so we had about a six-year time frame. And so I looked at the numbers, and I saw that our mortgage statement where it was. And I said, okay, divide by six years. I said, oh, I think we could do that. Then when I dug into the numbers a little more, I said, I think, I think we could do it in five years. Mm. And then we started working on, we had just finished Baby Step 2. We were working on through 3, 4, and 5, and mm-hmm. we started doing all that. And as we did it, and we started to accelerate the process, we started to see this number was going to come down. Mm. So once we got through Baby Step 5, which was uh, we promised to have a certain set of number uh, aside for Daniel's college. Mm-hmm. We squeed, we th- flew through that really, really quick. Mm-hmm. And so I went down and looked at it and said, you know, I think we could do this in three more years. Mm-hmm. It had been 12 months. We got like $60,000 done. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, let's just attack it. So we started attacking it. And then this summer, we were on pace to have it paid off in March of mm-hmm. this year. And then came out July. Uh, my wife came to me and said, we had some money in the next car fund. Um, we were saving up for our babysitter 3 b and she told me, how much is left on the mortgage? I said, it's just under 15. She goes, how much do we have in the next car fund that we could use? Oh, about 15. She goes, let's pay it off now. So we paid it off in July. <laughs> wow. And so we ended up spending the rest of the year then kind of building up that fund back up. So really, kind of today, we're actually on Baby Step 7 now, officially. Ah, uh, you were there. So, You're just buying yeah. a car is all. Yeah, yeah exactly. Very well, good. we had a car that we really enjoyed, but I knew that we would not be able to... <laughs> take out a loan to get the next car mm-hmm. and we do about what 30 40,000 miles a year mm-hmm. we're heavy drivers not not david though thank goodness um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the automatic cars aren't out there yet <laughs> <laughs> so i knew that we'd have to have something set aside for the for the next car so that that was great we were able to work that out and we pretty much by now have refilled that very we'll, cool. We'll keep working on a little bit, little by little. Very cool. It well, just occurs to me now. that the people listening on the podcast or radio don't know what we're laughing about. So David is sight impaired, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. How much? Do you, how much sight do you have, David? I'm a f- I'm legally blind. I'm not totally blind. Okay. So I have some things. I have kind of an idea where you guys are, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but definitely not driving. <laughs> definitely not driving or flying planes okay. or All that right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Elon's we, working on it. <laughs> yeah. We saw we saw the white uh, cane thing going, so we knew something was going on, and we knew what our joke meant. But the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> the people yes. lo- looking into their microphones and speakers didn't know didn't know what we're laughing at. So anyway, okay, cool. So yes. Daniel is with you, and he's graduated 
graduated now or getting ready to graduate? He is a he's in the sophomore year. So he's sophomore. Got a, wow. so he's got oh, a, you beat the you beat the graduation big time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple of years of investing to work on and get some things going. So yeah. that he'll, be, he'll be ready. Sounds to Sounds like he's going to get a sweet graduation gift. He's going. He's going to do well. He's such he's, a smart kid. I was really worried that we'd have to really. <laughs> spend a lot to get him somewhere good if not <laughs> if not scholarships but uh we knew that was very important you yeah. know paying off the house and and giving him this legacy and this, this fresh start and he's been through the process every step of the way there's no way he's gonna have a car payment he saw mom mm-hmm. and dad sacrifice and work so hard to get to where they are today no absolutely not he's been he's been through the process and he especially has been participating lately as far as he's participates in some of our budget meetings or he knows we talk about things he'll hold us accountable sometimes we'll come we'll go through a store mom that's not in the budget or is that in the budget dad or something like that so that's fun there we go what an annoying but beautiful (laughs) piece (laughs) where your son is like mom you really don't need to be buying that (laughs) accountability with my sophomore (laughs) he's almost he's almost worse than me (laughs) so if i if i recant this story correctly um recount uh you guys were working the baby steps exactly, and you got to four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. But in, in four, five, and six, you just realized you could turn up the heat a little bit, and it, six years turned into less than three. Yeah, it was funny. It was about the spring of the pandemic, so it was 2020, and I was applying for disability and getting rejected. I was going through vocational rehab to get my new skills and techniques and stuff so I could be able to get back to work and do the things I wanted to do. And that was by the time we got a big windfall we had you know we had the covid stimulus checks i got disability approved so i had a bunch of back payments coming in at the same time of tax refunds coming in so we had a big block of money at you know spring of 2020 we were able to finish the car so we we had financed that we paid off the last of that sped through babies we got through baby set 3b mostly baby set 3 and then we got to 5 where we had his college fund already set up but we hadn't really put any real money into it lately so we committed ourselves to say, let's start this up. And so we um, used a lot of that money to, to kind of speed us through that process somewhat so that we got to baby step five and six. We're going to do those simultaneously at the initial plan. But because we got so much extra money through her working and her school being a quality school, she gets bonuses and things like that for the things they do at their school. And um, so we ended up speeding through the, instead of doing $20,000 in like a year and a half, it took six months. Yeah. We sped through it really fast. And so that's why that whole timetable went from six years to five to four to now two and a half and it got done. So Well, what normally happens when you actually put this down on paper, once you start living it and you start winning, you do end up turning up the heat. Right. And dialing and dialing and dialing and dialing and dialing. It's a natural process. People generally get out of debt a lot faster than they initially think they're going to. Mm-hmm. There was times that it came it became like a little bit of a game sometimes. Like yep. We would come out to the last week of last week of the month and we have mm-hmm. some we think we have a limited grocery budget. Say, okay, we gotta do sixty bucks this week and she's like, Let's do it, let's go. And we'd do it <laughs> in fifty five bucks or something. So you'd be all proud and you know, we'd do these kind of things. We'd have these little games to kinda of make ourselves get our push through and we it was, just, it was just amazing how we started doing the budget six seven years ago, and we just kind of found our space and said we're just going to figure out a way to do this and do it right, and we and just find money. Yeah. money pops up everywhere, even yeah. though we're, nothing really changes in terms of our income. It was messy, messy, messy in the beginning. Yeah, when you start messy, paying attention, messy. though. It cleans up and it dances. Mm-hmm. It gets in a line. It dances the way it's supposed to dance. <laughs> it's really, it's, well it's really, been, it's really yeah. been fascinating. Some of the biggest things we did was when uh, 
we had really lean months. And yeah, we weren't on credit cards. We weren't going to go into debt, but we found a way. God provided us the guidance, to, the guidance, the way for us to get through our budget and be able to manage. And it wasn't easy. We had to do. We had to drop a lot of streaming services. We had to basically had. <laughs> we had to read the books we had in our bookshelves, watch the DVDs in our shelves. That was really all we entertain we had for a long time there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we have some lease margin to at least enjoy some of that stuff, and we yeah. can still put a good amount of money toward Stream investing. Stream like now. no one else now. There you go. Yes. Hey, we got a copy of the Baby Steps Millionaires book for you, the Total Money Makeover book for you, and a Financial Peace University membership. That's the Live and Give box. Uh, to say thank you for coming from Tucson to Nashville to do your debt-free scream. You guys are amazing. You're heroes. I'm so proud of you. Well done. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks for bringing Daniel to share in the debt-free scream as well. It's something he'll always remember. He's got to be proud of his mom and dad, and he's shaking his head. (laughs) $87,000 paid off in two years and three months. House and everything. They're weird. They did it making 91 to 95. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Here we go, guys. Three, two, Energy. We <laughs> And that's how they do it in Tucson, boys and girls. <laughs> I love it. Well done. Well done. This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Don't remember the prior things. Don't ponder ancient history. Look, I'm doing a new thing. Now it sprouts up. Don't you recognize it? I'm making a way in the desert, paths in the wilderness. J.P. Morgan said the first step towards getting somewhere is to decide you're not going to stay where you are. Oh, there it is. That's kind of like breaking the cycle. You got to move. Yeah. Or breaking free from broke. That's what we do. Breaking the Cycle is the new live stream that comes out January the 11th, and we're giving away $10,000. Ten people will get $1,000 each. You can sign up for free at RamseySolutions.com. Breaking Free from Broke is George's new book, which comes out January 16th, just a few days later. Just a couple days later. That's the theme, I guess, of 2024. We're all going to break free. We're breaking something. Something's going to break. Breaking free from breaking the cycle. We're breaking free from broke. We're just breaking something. We're That's breaking good. stuff. Here. You've liked breaking things for many if decades. You want, now. If you want, if you want a cake, you got to break some eggs. I'm just saying. All I right, like. So. Is that an old timey saying? It I haven't heard be. that one. It could be. Yeah, could be. That feels like could a Sharon be. Ramsey. Could be a really old timey saying. So hey, check it out, guys. George's new book comes out in just a, uh, about ten days here. And so uh, if you still want to get all of the free $100 worth of goodies with the pre-sale, you can still do that. Breaking free from broke at Ramsey Solutions dot com mary is with us she's in seattle hey mary welcome to the ramsey show thank you happy new year happy new year how can we help okay uh so i was an idiot um i was in love with a a man that convinced me to co-sign on a 2019 jetta in the fall of 2021 um, I'm not in that relationship anymore. Um, but anyway, uh, last summer I convinced him to turn the vehicle back into the dealer, basically mm. voluntarily repossess it. He could not pay the, um, payment on time. And I was also helping him and he, he made more than me. Um, but anyway, so, um, Volkswagen hasn't said hasn't sold the vehicle yet at auction, but when it's sold, um, of course, 
we, me and him, are going to be on the hook for whatever is left on the loan. Mm-hmm. So I want to know um, if there's anything I can do. He he does have a settlement for a Harley that he uh, got in an accident and uh, wasn't his fault, and he's going to get uh, compensated for that. I was also a co-signer on the Harley because I was stupid. Um, but that bike has been paid off. Uh, he's just waiting for the settlement. I'm wondering, can I put a lien on a settlement or what can I do? I, I have text messages from him saying that he will pay off the Jetta, but I don't trust that that's going to happen. It sounds like that's a correct assessment to me. Um, where was that yeah. girl? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Oh, Mary, I'm so sorry. What a horrible mess. Uh, yeah, well, what a, what fault, a sad way to learn friend. a horrible lesson, too, isn't it? Yeah. How, yeah, how old are you? I'm 60, and he was 43, so okay. I had a little bit of uh, the share complex going on or something there. <laughs> The share complex. You're great. You're great. Okay. So, how much money? How much money do you have? Uh, How much money do I have? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm on baby step one. I'm just starting. You you don't have any money. Uh, I don't have any money. I have three thousand dollars in credit card debt that I have. uh, Consumer credit. What do you make? Sixty-one thousand a year. Okay. What was owed on the Jetta? Do you know? Twenty-nine thousand and change. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. Let's just make up some numbers for a second, just to give you an example. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend that that Jetta, when he turned it in, was worth twenty on the repo lot. Let's pretend that it sells for twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay, it might get fifteen for it, um, but. Um, you know, we could say nine. Anyway, so let, let's say there's a $15,000 deficit when you're done. Right. Mm-hmm. And they come to you as the co-signer and they want $15,000. Well, the first yeah. thing you tell them is what you told me. I have no money. Right. I don't have any money. I got $3,000 in credit card debt and I have zero cash saved and I don't have any money. That's the first mm-hmm. thing you tell them. Which is also, by the way, the truth. And you can tell him where he is and where his Harley account is and that he is getting a settlement and that they should get the money from him. Okay. um, And help them get it from him. That's the best thing you can do. If that doesn't work and you and I are both suspect it won't, right, Mm -hmm. then the good news is you can usually settle a repossession deficit for somewhere around 10 to 20 cents on the dollar. And so if it's 15,000 owed 1500 to $3,000 will settle it. Oh yeah. Okay. So but if you get to that point, that means you're going to a have gotten out of debt. You're going to have built up some, a little bit of an emergency fund of five or $10,000 or something before they get around to bothering you with this. And then when they call and bother you, you say, okay, you go after him. And they say, well, we tried. And you say, well, you ought to try again because I got no money. And uh, mm-hmm. then they come back at you again. Then you say, hey, uh, just want to settle my part. I don't want to settle his part. So you can right. still go after him for more if you want. 
but I'll give you 1500 for my part mm-hmm. and start okay. working with them. And you'll have to jostle back and forth with them and argue with them some, but you probably will get it for 1500 or $2,000, $3,000, and then let them leave his part there. Don't settle the whole debt. Say, I, no. want, I want the portion, but I need in writing from you that the portion of my name is settled in full, that I owe nothing, okay. e- that I owe nothing else. And you can go after right. him for whatever you want. Right. Perfect. Okay. That's a lot better than I thought. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in better shape. It's not going to kill you here. But you do have to go right. ahead and get the rest of your money straightened up. Yeah, and then you, oh, you just have yeah. a 3000 in credit card debt. Is there anything else? I own a house with my ex-husband, and we both pay half of the mortgage on it. And it's probably worth about 800000 here in Seattle, but we owe uh, like one seventy. Who lives in it? Um, myself, my two sons, and it's a there's a mother-in-law apartment, so the ex lives there too. Um, but we're not together or anything. Oof. We just, yeah. We get along. It works for us, and that was my choice yeah. many years ago when we divorced. So, Wow. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, then, yeah, you've got that asset. You don't want them attaching that asset, so you do want to settle this. Right, right. So you exactly. do need to get the rest of your stuff under control, so you got a little cash built up, war chest, before the war comes. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Perfect. Well, we're usually yep. talking to a... a, a uh, a 24 year old that did something like this, but you can still give anybody that's dating someone the same warning, never co-sign for someone that never buy anything on debt in any way, or even co-own something with someone you're not married to. Would you, would you testify to that? Miss Mary? I am. I will preach it till the, to the mountains. Absolutely. <laughs> I will never do that. And it doesn't matter how good looking you are and how good looking he is and, you know, how much of a share complex you want to have. It's not worth it. Wow. That's yeah. a great testimony. That's very good. You did, you did a good job, Mary. We're proud of you. You'll be okay. If you need more help, we're here to help you. Okay. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> What's your old quote, Dave? Testimony is a wonderful thing to have. Getting one, getting <laughs> one's a pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah. That's what Mary just experienced with her share complex. Oh, that's funny. Oh, she's great. That was a fun way she's to great. end. But yeah, the, the, the whole co-signing thing, man. Ugh. Dangerous stuff, obviously. There's proof. Dangerous stuff. If you need uh, it. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace. And that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.